Welcome to the Daily Devotional with Derek Nider. Thanks for joining us as he walks us through the pages of Scripture with a daily word of insight and encouragement. Well, maybe this chapter, and, and probably more than maybe, this chapter is for sure the most popular chapter in the whole book of Isaiah. And, you know, that says a lot because there are so many amazing verses and chapters in this book, quoted also in the New Testament, and significant not only to Christians, but also uh, to Jews as well. But this chapter, this chapter is a powerful chapter. You know, we're kind of in a separate series, even though we're going through the last part of the book of Isaiah, we've, we've consolidated this series uh, because this chapter just speaks so powerfully and specifically about one person, about one person who has transformed and changed the world, around one person um, through whom our whole reckoning of time has been based, uh, through, it's about one person who uh, is the most significant subject or theme in drama and literature and artwork and in sculpting, and in music. And of course, we're talking about none other than Jesus. He is the Christ, he's the Messiah. And some 600 years before the birth of Jesus, um, his life, his perfect life, his self-sacrificial death, his victorious resurrection, and the fruit of all of that is contained here in these powerful, powerful verses. I know that as you spend time really reading this through and meditating on this, God is going to bless your heart and he's going to give you a deeper understanding about all that Jesus endured for us. We looked in our last devotion about how common Christ was, so common, right? And he could have come in any form um, and in a most significant form, a form superseding any other human that had ever been born, that would have by nature drawn people to him. But he came so humbly, Philippians chapter 2, and he came in such a common, ordinary form that it wasn't his form on the outside that drew people to him. Today we're in verse 4 of chapter 53, uh, and we're going to look at another aspect of the life of Jesus. So beautifully displayed here in Isaiah chapter 53. Let's go ahead and pray. Father, thank you so much for your word, and thank you for these powerful words about our Savior whom we love so deeply we pray that you would teach us today and draw our heart near to him today and deepen our relationship with him. It's in his holy name that we pray. Amen. And so, uh, as we read today in verse 4, the Bible says, Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. So, so you know, Isaiah is going to, through the, through the Holy Spirit, he's going to really specifically talk about the self-sacrificial life of Christ and um, how he willingly gave himself. And so we have an inclination of that here, right? Just imagine if you've never read this before, you're, you're reading about this servant, this one whom God is going to raise up, and this significant one um, who, you know, all of history and all of the future is going to be based off of. And, you know, what's written here seems so counterintuitive 
because in the sending of the Messiah, um, like the Jews, you probably would think if you had no um, previous understanding of the Christian story, you would probably have this idea that he would come powerfully and victoriously and um, that he would be a champion and that he would conquer through influence and authority um, and, and sheer power, of course, you know, coming from heaven. Um, but we're introduced to, to this Messiah, this Savior, this anointed one, the sent one of God in such counterintuitive terms that he is born our griefs. Notice the, the collective we there, Isaiah, of course, speaking for not only the children of Israel, but all of humanity. Um, he's born our grief. Think about the deepest grief that you've ever had. He has carried our sorrows, Isaiah says. And so he's not disconnected. Um, he is not far removed. Uh, there is an intimacy with which he loves us, an intimacy that is so deep and personal that our very griefs, you know what it's like to, to bear a grief. And, um, and you can feel so alone when you carry it, when your heart is filled with sorrow, you know, and you feel isolated. And sometimes you can feel like no one else understands and no one else gets it. Um, but the scripture here says that, that Jesus does, he does get us. And interestingly enough, during the days of Jesus, as the religious leaders and the people saw him suffering, their assumption was, and this is what Isaiah says, the assumption was that he was smitten by God. And they esteemed him as stricken. So when Christ suffered, um, the view of the, the, the average person and the religious person was, well, there must have been something that this guy has done that was so bad, so wrong. Um, I'm reminded of Job and his friends who um, falsely accused him um, of doing something, some secret sin, which was why the judgment of God seemed to be upon him. Well, there were people during the day of Christ who thought the same thing. They looked at his life, they saw the bad things that happened, and they made this erroneous connection that because he had suffered uh, such tremendous pain um, or was going to suffer such tremendous pain, that all of that was caused because of some sin, some thing wrong that he had done. What a misperception of the Messiah because it wasn't for his own sin that he suffered because he was sinless, it was for ours. I want you to think about that today and just the deep love that he has for you. We hope this podcast has ministered to you. If it has, we welcome you to rate it or leave a review. If you would like to stay connected with Pastor Derek Nider or find many more teachings, please visit awakenlv.org. Click visit and then choose Pastor Derek Nider. These links are also in this episode's description. Until next time, God bless you.